cereal box, this would be the toy inside. Oh, I wanted that one. It's Matt and Alex all day breakfast. Hey, Matt, you're old. Um, oh, yeah, you're not wrong. What, what do you do for back pain? Bro, my don't. back has been uh, a little bit shaky the last few days. Is that from carrying me through this podcast <laughs> every day? Um, uh, it could be one of the uh, the causes. Uh, it could be that I've been uh, carrying around furniture in this uh, new venue I'm trying to open up with some pals. Uh, but I tell you what, it's it's old rickety bones diced at the back here, dude. It's your. This is what being old is. You're 32 now. This is literally <laughs> life. Sleeping will start hurting now. <laughs> You will wake up in tremendous aching pain from simply lying down for so long. It's the worst. Do you know how, like... Mattress is too foamy. I've gone too hard for comfort. It's like, you remember when... You know when you lie on the couch for too long and it starts being... You you use up all of the couch as comfortable? You're like, oh, it's... I've used it all up. It was really comfortable to begin with, and I've just used it all up, and now Where I'm... Where does the I'm comfort un- go? <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's none left. You try all the different... <laughs> it's like you've got the drink bottle in the in the desert above you, and you're, you're twisting it around, shake, trying to get a drop, and there's nothing. Like, how can this be uncomfortable? It was so comfortable like an hour ago, you know, two hours ago. So, yeah, anyway. honestly, it's, you're getting old, and it sucks, man. It, it does not get better. We are going to try and soldier through for you because I tell you what, there's a lot on the show today. It's the end of financial year. Happy EO fee to you. Um, you're going to be hearing from a the host of My Millennial Money, Glenn James, to try and uh, help us with this time of year. Matt, you'd, you'd be all sorted though, wouldn't you? You'd have everything in order, ready to go. Got the shoebox, <laughs> got the receipt. <laughs> Yeah, just keeping ledgers by the uh, by the bedside with pen and paper. We're also going to be chatting to Carbon copies. Nicholson, comedian, who will be uh, letting us know about a few shows he's got coming up. But I already know about them because I've been hanging out with him a lot recently. We'll finding out why in a little bit. But also, Matt, I tell you what, Australia, uh, we were out of the woods. We were almost there. And uh, Victoria has been starting to explode when it comes to cases, so much so that I think our nation is um, shutting up shop. Like the Richmond Tigers, not allowed to Queensland anymore. The AFL is reshuffling the draw. That is, that's tough stuff. So, um, um, well, look, we might we might have to hear about uh, what what's uh, a new Australian tourism campaign yeah. coming up shortly. Yeah, tourism. We'll see how it goes. Uh, that's in a moment. You're on All Day Breakfast. Hello. Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. Well, Matt O'Kine, here we are. We thought we thought it was getting worse. Are we are we calling second wave? Are you calling it? Oh. I don't want to. I don't want to say anything. <laughs> I don't, really don't. I mean, this this it never ceases to amaze me how quickly this this uh, COVID thing spreads. Eighty people in the US went to one uh, or got it from going to the same pub. Yeah, and there's a few you know family cl- clusters in uh, Victoria, which are keeping the Australian uh, numbers up. Just shows how quickly it can go because a lot of them, you know, when it, when we were hitting the first wave, people coming back from overseas, you know, all coming in. Uh, that's why we're getting such high numbers. Nowadays, there's a f- couple coming in from overseas, but a lot of it is uh, community transmission, which is quite scary. Yeah, it is scary. South Australia got its first cases in a month um, from people coming back overseas, three three people, family. But yeah, just, you know, to think that this example in the States, right, where uh, a nightclub opened 
It's a popular with students uh, in Michigan. And, I mean, granted, it was busy, but they reckon that it was possible that only one person from that night gave all 80 people the... I don't know whether this was some sort of key-swapping party. People were <laughs> chucking keys in a bowl. Or this person was just pashing everyone or, you know, what was going on. It just seems incredible mm. that when un sort of restrained, it can be that it can be that full on. And uh, Melbourne has got uh, has just had um, a new test introduced because you might have heard on our show a few uh, about a week ago. I had the old the old uh, brain tickler <laughs> wob up the schnoz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, you're the old the old uh, cotton wool bud trying to trying to scratch some of my dreams out from last <laughs> night. <laughs> but, um, Tickling the back of my eye. I'm like, oh, why am I winking? <laughs> um, they brought so, a new saliva test in, less yeah. invasive, I yes. think they say. But, um, yeah. you know, who knows? They tried to get rid of the invasive cane beetle with the cane toads. So uh, who knows what will happen <laughs> in that side of things. Yeah. But one of the things I was saying about these things that young people are spreading it a little bit as well because they're more prone to be asymptomatic in which they have the disease, but they're not outwardly, you know, aware of it because if there's sure. no symptoms that um, it can be spread a little bit more because they're act- it's acting a bit normally. So uh, hopefully people, you know, particularly in Victoria can uh, act like, like as if they have it for the next couple of weeks and we can get that uh, what is jumping up to a high number down a little bit because currently Victorians are just the not wanted species. Queensland has shut it down. Here is the AFL boss Gil McLaughlin talking about what's going to have to, have to happen with the AFL draw now that borders are being closed. We're advised that the Queensland Government was altering exemptions uh, it had previously provided because of concerns over Melbourne's COVID-19 hotspots. We've altered this week's fixture to accommodate these changes. We will look at the implications for the fixture over the coming weeks and make further changes as required. So Queensland doesn't want the AFL anymore. And other countries are worried about, you know, international travellers coming. And I saw Europe are going to ban Americans from coming to Europe because of how bad it is there. It's not, it's like racism. Well, it's not racism. It's like, it's like tourism. tourism tourism. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's people are being touristist to tourists. That's it. um, So, yeah, so we're going to have to rethink, you know, we rely on tourism though. Oh, Australia. Australia. It's it's all, I know. We need international students. We need migration. You know, a, a, a iron ore and Tim Tams and tourism. They're the three <laughs> the three big pillars of the Australian economy. And so, we, sure, we can't not let people in, but I feel like our new international Australian tourism ad should include a couple of stipulations. So we've, we've revamped a, uh, one of the classics, kind of updated, made it a bit more now. We've bought you a beer. But you've also got to sit down and buy a meal. And we've had the Kemmel shampoo. Because I've been close to a known contact, it's called deep cleaning. We've saved you a spot on the beach. Don't move from it or you'll be arrested. And we've got the sharks out of the pool. Despite the fact there were 49 attacks last year compared to 75 Victorian COVID cases just yesterday. We got the ruse off the green. And they and Sam Newman are furious about it. And Bill's on his way down to open the front gate. That's code for Bill. Gates is on his way down. Illuminati! Taxi's waiting for the good pre-ride share times of 2013 to come back. And dinner's about to be served. Remember to take your mask off before eating. So where the bloody hell are you? No, seriously, where are you? Our tracking app's not working. We need you to tell us right now. 
to avoid a cluster. Coffee? Yeah, coffee. A seventh coffee never hurt anyone. Oh, I feel a buzz. All right, it's now time to cross to a man whose uh, wedding I was meant to go to for a couple of weeks ago. That didn't happen due to pandemic reasons, but it's that doesn't mean it's got cold feet. Mr. Reese Nicholson, hello to you. Oh, hi. I mean, yeah, we guess it's for pandemic reasons. You don't know my life. Maybe we're just keeping it together. <laughs> hey, um, I, I sent you a message on the day as well. I know a bunch of people did. You did yeah. plan on having a wedding, Reese Nicholson. Um, I did. And... It, you know, it didn't happen because of COVID. Talk us through the whole situation. What's it, what's it like cancelling a wedding? We're lucky that we hadn't planned it as much as we probably should have, so it was quite easy to dismantle. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's a blessing and a curse, really, that we uh, we just kind of... I mean, there wasn't much to do. It was more just annoying because we didn't know, you know, it was coming up and it was coming up and then things kept changing and things kept changing and then finally we just had to call it. And... It was good to have two excuses to get very, very drunk, though, because we got drunk on the cancelling day, responsibly, of course. Uh, uh, good, good, cover your bases in. Um, and then on the actual day of the wedding, yeah, I got proper, like, we just locked ourselves. That was Jonestown. We just locked ourselves up and started drinking. <laughs> And, that is um, it. Well, thank you for adding uh, the drink responsibly on there. I'm very glad you did that because you're performing uh, two comedy shows this Friday night at a venue for which I'm on the liquor license. And so I really <laughs> yes. need to emphasise that because you and I and your wonderful partner, Kyron, who uh, also used to work at Triple J, uh, have put together this comedy theatre over the last little while and we're doing the first shows yeah. this weekend. You are leading us out of the gates. How much pressure do you feel being the, the first on the bill? Zero to none. Um, no, I do kind of, because this is the one I'm, you guys have been the ones that organized everything. And I'm kind of on the list of people. People keep mentioning my name as if I'm involved, but I, I just keep calling myself a very loud, silent partner uh, in the business that like, I'm a, like I have a, I have a, an interest in it, but I don't like, I don't know how to do any of the stuff that you guys have been doing. So this is the one thing I can do. I know how to do comedy. Although I don't know about you, Matt, uh, Three months off from stand-up, you really... I did a gig the other night. It takes a long time to shake some of that rust off. <laughs> uh, well, I'm intrigued to know. I mean, what 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 changes now that, uh, that all of these new restrictions are in place? Like, how have you guys prepared a comedy club? Because this will be the first outing a lot of people might go to. What? How yeah. do we feel safe? Um, you've, yeah, got, absolutely got to make people feel safe. So I think that's, you know, hand sanitizer at the door. We've been, you know, yeah. trying to get some wipes for the tables that they're Look at apart. Alex, he's doing exactly, he's doing exactly his job right now. He knows that I can't answer this question. <laughs> yeah. You you put the tables at, you know, lengths, you know, on the website when you book a ticket, it pops up saying the, the steps that a business is doing and it's things like even just walking past cafes on the way here, I was seeing everyone has a thing at the front. Nine people allowed on the inside at a time. Mm. Eight people allowed inside at a time. The hairdresser was four people allowed inside at the time. And for venues such as this with our square meterage, it is, yeah, a maximum of 20 people it's, in Victoria. That is it. I've promised not to spit on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also, you know, because COVID is transferred via breathing, you know, exhaling, it's excellent that you've uh, booked a comedian to ensure no laughter will happen <laughs> on the... Uh, yeah. Oh, all right. All right. So, Jesus Christ. Just no, coming through the roast of Reese Nicholson here. Oh, my it is, God. Um, all right, it's Don Rickles. Jesus. It's, it's, 
it's exciting to get back um, to be to be part of this club. And I understand as well, you're, you guys are working on not just doing it um, for people in the room. Because, I mean, how many people are you allowed in the room? 20. 20. Yeah, okay, 20 so non-staff. Yeah. You remember your first Melbourne Comedy Festival, right? <laughs> <laughs> My first, mate. I remember last year's. Um, so, I, uh, yeah, so I'm guessing, you know, last time we spoke, actually yesterday, Alex Dyson, at the end of our show, you, um, you were like, oh, whoops, Karen's just been live streaming to my Facebook for yeah. hours. Yeah, we come so up there at the podcast and I get I was looking at a message from Kyra's like, sorry bro, accidentally live streamed on your <laughs> on your public Facebook. I'm like, what? I go to it. It's just a red box that says lighting test. It had been live for three minutes. <laughs> Comments under this going, it's a little bit harsh on the red, isn't it? <laughs> no. Because yeah, that's the other thing you can do to make people feel safe if they can't get out of the house, if they don't feel comfortable getting out of the house, providing a live stream for people is also Super important as well. So that's what we've been um, we doing as well. I've been live streaming on my OnlyFans. So <laughs> you know, we'll see if we can. And the fan, and the people watching that have been laughing hysterically as well. Yeah, yeah. They're also saying it's a little too much red. <laughs> um. So. <laughs> so. Uh, so, um, but the place the, is called Comedy Republic, okay? So yeah. that's the, and it's you know we've done a couple of little pop up bars in the past, but this is like a, a proper you know hopefully long term comedy venue as well because Melbourne has such a big comedy festival every year. But you know a lot of the nights and Reese, you've you've been around um, to a lot of the. Nights at um, comedy clubs. There's a night at a pub, but there's not really a you know a, a long term you know focused comedy venue. So that's what we've been trying yeah. to, trying to do. Like there's a couple. There is a couple kind of full-time comedy clubs, but yeah, we want to kind of, um, I don't know, the the idea being it's kind of like, there's a few different places that I've been around the place, like there's a place in LA called Largo, which is a very like for comedian, like it's a really fun kind of uh, trendy, the idea of being able to have like Reese Nicholson and Friends and Edmonds and Friends, like kind of these shows that are designed for a specific audience. Yeah, there's nothing really like that around, I don't think. Melbourne does have some of the best comedy shows in the country it just doesn't like you say they're kind of pub rooms which are great but you want a kind of full-time thing that people can come to any night of the week did i do a good job alex that was pretty good (laughs) well speaking of you know speaking of working hard on building the club i've i've been seeing you alex dyson uh you know posting on your facebook instagram you've been painting stages and hanging up curtains and stuff reese what have you been doing to uh you know contribute Oh, look, I've been given the job. I think, you know, when, uh, say, like Christmas is coming up or something and the toddler gets given like a job (laughs) that isn't really a job. It's kind of like, and we need all these grapes put in this bowl. Uh, If you paint the fence with water. (laughs) Yeah, you're like, all right, I'll do it. I'll get it done. Well, we said to Um, Reese today, like we go, oh, Reese, you could do the green room. And you're like, oh, great, I'll do that. Oh, but I've got a show tonight, so I'm actually not going to paint. I might get paint on myself. And actually, I didn't tell you, but I do have some on your shoulder. Oh, yeah, thank you. (laughs) One of our employees told me. And by the way, I have paint on my jacket from putting up a test patch of paint, and I don't know how I did that. <laughs> yeah, the, it was literally a 20 square centimetre square. Like, a, a 20 centimetre square on a wall, did I lean on it? I don't understand what's happened. Um, but yeah, so it's a green room, so I'm painting it green. I just turned on the fluor- fluorescent lighting, and it is far more green than I was expecting it to be. Uh, so we'll get some lamps to make it quite... It is, I, I don't know, I like doing this kind of stuff. Mm. I have noticed, so I'm always given these types of jobs. Like, I went to 
um, Karen and I went to Geraldine Hickey's house uh, kind of in the country recently and helped her build a patio and I was given the job of breaking the bricks in half. And thinking about it now, I don't think we used any of those half bricks. <laughs> I think I was just told to break bricks in half for an afternoon. Well, uh, if you're a um, tradie and you had Reese as the apprentice, you'd get him to go out for the left-handed screwdriver yeah, sort of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm excited to see you uh, that you're going to be jumping up, getting getting the ball back rolling. Uh, you know, on the live comedy stages. In terms of material, let's let's be honest. What you got? <laughs> You got COVID gear. What do you got? Not really. I mean, I think I'm, because, you know, I was writing a show to put together for Edinburgh, which is, uh, I don't know if anyone's seen the news recently. Uh, also not happening. Um, but uh, so I kind of don't, I hadn't really written much stuff. I, I, my aim is to do a show next year. And I don't know about you, Matt, but to not have any proper COVID stuff. Because I think it's going to be so, there's going to be so much of it. Like, it's okay to make reference to being in lockdown and stuff, but no, I don't know. You're looking at me like, oh, no, I've written a show called COVID-19. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 45 minutes in, and then the race wars started. <laughs> um, so. Yeah, I'll be covering that. That's what people want. That's what people want to hear from me. I don't I'm trying to think about, I don't really have any of that kind of stuff, really, because I've just, I, I, I think it's not that, interesting to everyone because everyone's gone through it and i'm quite lucky that i don't have a real job so i wasn't really that affected by it anyways come to my comedy club yay or I'll go poor. Have you, how was how was um how was living i mean i've had to live with a uh 15 month old baby toddler yeah my daughter i mean you made that choice three months well you and you you got a dog how's how's living with a dog in covid times oh what a time to be a dog like like they have Imagine being a dog. You have no idea what's happening in the world. You just suddenly know your favorite people in the world are just around all the time. And sure, they're a little sad. Sure. But you just match that energy. That's your job. Um, she goes for a million walks a day. She gets a, a million kisses a day. And now suddenly it's going to be all back to normal, kind of. And she's, I left the house today and she was looking at me like, whoa, this isn't this isn't normal. What's ha what's happening? She what she'll do though is what she always does. She's just gonna. Uh, she's got a lot of energy. Our dog, and she will uh, frequently about once a year. She'll cost us about four thousand dollars in medical bills. Like she'll just eat something in the house. She's eaten a razor blade. She no. ate a packet of ibuprofen. Yeah, um, no, it's, Jesus. Yeah, it's been. I call it. No. If you're just joining us, Reese made a joke that got cut. Um, no. But thank you very much, Reese, for hanging out. That wasn't look, that bad. I, I look forward to, um, uh, yeah, seeing you open Comedy Republic's very first show yeah. with a, a COVID safe limit of 20 people uh, on Come Friday on night. Uh, Saturday night it's also an sold out. Lineup. But there's some there's some really great comedians uh, performing down the track as well. And Edmund's got a show coming out. Harley Breen, I, I saw Tommy Ballard Rochelle. on the list. Uh, Joshua, Michelle Brazier. Mentioned. Yeah, so um, yeah, it should be lots of fun, and it's uh, the culmination of a big, a big, big journey. Poor Alex has had to put up with a, a lot of me time, lot, a lot of Nicholson opinions, <laughs> and uh, then I just leave and hope it happens. We're excited to see those opinions on stage this weekend. Thank Reese Nicholson. Thanks so much for having uh, for joining us, Thanks. and uh, see you on stage. Bye, boy. Bye. Order up. Just how you like it. Perfect. Matt, is there anything more relaxing than sitting down at the end of the day, 
popping the kettle on and having an old cup of tea. Yet yeah, no, I don't. I don't drink tea. To be completely honest. Well, that why? ruins my setup because oh, we're about to I sit down. You, no, now I know why you said that. The I segment's completely... called the tea from your town. You made it up. I'm trying to. I, I'm setting the volleyball for you. You meant to come and spike it in. It's like you're like Daria in the in the opening of the show. The ball's coming to you like. Meh. Putting the hand out. <laughs> Unbelievable. Maddie just from Hamilton. Hello. Lisa Simpson spike. Just Hello. Um, yeah, sorry. Hello, Maddie. Maddie. Hi. Look, sorry about this. You're um, in safe hands. <laughs> yeah. Welcome Clearly. To, welcome to a professional podcast. Um, uh, thank you for joining us on All Day Breakfast for the segment called The Tea in Your Town. We have talked to a few people about their towns recently. We got a little bit of goss. Um, and we thought we'd, we'd look towards Hamilton for our next town to uh, get the, the local tea, the local goss. How is Hamilton as a place? Well, in COVID restrictions, everything was getting a bit shit and everyone was a bit sad and down and worried. And then this gorilla just popped up out of nowhere and started running around town. Now, is this a like the, the you know, the <laughs> Mornington Peninsula Panther or something like <laughs> yeah. this? Or is this a person in a gorilla suit? It's a guy in a gorilla suit, but I'd like to think that he sort of popped out of the Grampians. <laughs> oh, okay. The hills. So wait, 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 wait. Someone's running around town in a gorilla suit. Yeah. And are they? What are they doing? Oh, he's he's going into local businesses. He's buying coffees. He's buying. All sorts of. I think he's bought pet food. <laughs> got, we've got a rich, got a rich gorilla on our hands, and so stimulating yeah. the local economy in this shutdown. Going <laughs> yeah. to different businesses in the suit, buying stuff. Yeah, I hope he's not getting a haircut. Yeah, I don't know if he's got his haircut yet. Now it, this it sounds like quite a while. This sounds like some, some quite a wholesome story like this. I remember the last similar story was coming out of America when people started dressing up as clowns and scaring everyone. And so to have, you know, a good Samaritan gorilla in your town seems like a positive thing. No, he's a, he's a nice gorilla. Good gorilla. Yeah, um, I think he's he said he's not going to stop running until you can slow dance with a stranger in the pub. <laughs> okay, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. How do I know? You keep saying, oh, he, he, he. All right, as far as, how do we know? That it's not a female gorilla and that you are not the gorilla. <gasps> Just try- How do we know the gorilla is not talking to us right now? Well, I'm not the gorilla because I'm not that fit. I can't run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair call. Fair call. Yeah, you've disproved a, it. Well done. All right. Fair way. And he's also said he has an Instagram page and a Facebook page and he says that he has a wife and kids. So I'm guessing that it's a male. Interesting. A big silverback. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Um, is this the most famous gorilla since uh, what was the what was the one? Oh, Harambe. Harambe. <laughs> 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 have, we, have we got the new Harambe? Gosh, I hope this gorilla does not meet the same fate. Well, honestly, we'd have to please. talk to uh, Dad Boy Gregory Salad Figures <laughs> to see if there's a meme potential in the Hamilton gorilla. So, is, is the gorilla done any um, media appearances? Yeah, he's, he's been on Sunrise. <laughs> oh, jeez. Someone <laughs> yeah. give me this gorilla's agent, for God's sake. This, this God, on, um, gorilla's getting more press than... Um, oh, so, those bleeding heart lefties. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
course, save the environment, talk to a gorilla, blah, blah, blah. All right, ABC, we get it. Tell you what, that's uh, really <laughs> cut the cord when it comes to uh, not working for the public broadcaster anymore. But, um, well, I'm not going to get a job there, am I? They're bloody laying off people left, right and centre. <laughs> Budget Thanks, cuts. government. Thanks, Ida. <laughs> um, anyway, sorry, we just got a little bit of uh, rancy there uh, on you, Maddie. Well, what's next for the gorilla? So not going to be stopping... Do you know if the gorilla has a day job or is the gorilla on JobKeeper? Yeah, look, I have my suspicions of who the gorilla may be. Ooh, this is the um, tea. I think someone just dunked the bag in right now. <laughs> I gave it a few doinks. I thought it was someone and then I realised that I saw them in down the street and I realised that they're probably not fit enough to be the gorilla. Mm. Okay, so, so um, the gorilla literally does run. They need to be a relatively good long-distance runner. Um, yeah. Here. Does that narrow it down? Because I know just up the road in Stall, they have the Stall gift. So maybe the gorilla's hailing from there. Maybe he's um, a local footy player also. Oh, oh, that's it. Someone, okay, well, I think the way we crack this, have you been to anyone's house and they have a ridiculous amount of bananas in the pantry? <laughs> Yeah, look, I haven't with lockdown, but um, mm, I'll keep I think an that's, eye out. Yeah, that's where we need to. Has anyone thrown their own poo recently <laughs> in Hamilton? <laughs> Not quite. I reckon, yeah, I've kept my ear out. All right, well, All if right. you know who the Hamilton gorilla is, uh, please get in touch. We'd love to talk to them. Or if you know their agent, we could get a great <laughs> interview with, it won't be exclusive, I guess, they're already doing the rounds, but um, we'll, we'll give it a try. Thank you so much, Maddie. Thank you for giving Thank us you. the tea from your town. Righto. I smell toast. Matt O'Kine, the 30th of June is an interesting one on the calendar because we're beginning a new year and ending a previous one, the EFS end of financial year sale. Um, yeah. that's, I think <laughs> that's just taken... marketing. I think that's just good marketing from whichever brand <laughs> put out that who jingle. Was it? Who did the EFS? I think Foxtel. Anyway. I think it was, wasn't yeah. it? And it, it was very good marketing because it's really stuck with people. <laughs> but it is true. It's the time of receipts and occasionally the time of deceits. <laughs> and so to, uh, <laughs> to tell us all about it, we're going to talk to a financial expert. His name is Glenn James, host of the podcast My Millennial Money, uh, and he joins us right now. Hello, Glenn. Hey, guys. How are you? We're great. I mean, we are we are at the end of the financial year. I know. I mean, I've got friends who are lawyers. They go out for big lunches on days like this, and and you know, accountants are celebrating and stuff. But for years, I had no idea what the hell the point of this day was. What is the end of financial year? Well, I think you said it at the start. It's the uh, it's the only day where um, accountants get loose after five pm. <laughs> Which, if you can imagine, hello to all the accountants listening, we love you, but this is your time. This is it. I thought they'd hate the end of financial year. Doesn't this just mean that they've got heaps of work to do? Yeah. I think if you were a business owner as an accountant, you'd be loving it. But if you were just an employee as an accountant, you'd be hating life. Uh, but, hey, at the end of tonight, you can drop down the, um, the abacus and the you know, pen and paper or whatever, and you can go and have some fun. 
Is Abacus the hot new app that all the kids are using right now, or what are we talking about? That's it. It was the hot the hot app that the Egyptians were using, I think, um, back in the day. But it is it is an interesting time. You know, I'm the same as Matt. You gradually pick up things over the years, and it's Mm. weird that they don't really teach you this sort of stuff in school, as like how to file a tax return. I think they just let the accountants take it over. So we thought we'd have a chat to you about the end of financial year. We've got a few questions from our listeners. We'll be taking a few calls in the moment, but I think. Abby, who got in touch with us on Instagram, sums it up the best. How do you claim things on tax is Abby's question. And let's start right there, shall we? Now, I think it's important to first kind of keep a record throughout the year. Then I think you need to work out, am I entitled to claim this item? Is it seen as being like directly related to your salary or earnings? Mm, That's kind of the kicker. And then what you can do... Uh, you can either do your tax return yourself through the MyGov website and each kind of claimable items, uh, there will be categories in the, in the claimable section. So it could be uh, motor vehicle deductions, you know, self-education, travel, your insurance, your working from home stuff, your laptop. So it kind of makes it easy if you are doing it yourself, but I'm a fan of uh, getting professional help. So if you are a bit worried, don't be afraid to uh, to engage an accountant. And of course, their fee can be uh, claimed on next year's tax return. I, I think the accounting Ooh. institutions have, uh, have have won that one for themselves. Very, very nice. We've got Marshall from Sydney up first. Uh, Marshall, what's your question regarding tax deductions? Yeah, g'day, boys. Uh, just wondering if, you, if you've got tax deductions uh, and purchases you've made throughout the year, but you've lost the receipt, is there any way that you can still claim those things? That's a juicy question, but the short answer is no. And the reason, yeah, I know, right? And the reason why it's because in Australia, we use a self-reporting system. So the onus is on the taxpayer to do the right thing. Mm. But if you are audited, you need to substantiate the claimed item. So you've got to make sure that you keep the receipts. And unfortunately, for Marshall, it sounds like you may have uh, paid for some for some things and, and lost your receipt. Marshall, have you, been, have you got the, how's the filing cabinet looking, mate? Oh, mate, looks a bit like a dog's breakfast. <laughs> well, yeah, gracious. he can claim the breakfast. What about, have you? did you buy it on credit card? Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe I can sift back through the record. Does that work? No, no. So basically, what? Oh, no. I'll I've been I'll, buying everything on credit card thinking that's got me covered. You could go to um, Officeworks and buy a legitimate uh, pen that you need for your work. But also, while you're at Officeworks, you might grab, you know, those huge bags of fantails that they sell? You, you could buy like eight ton of fantails and have it through the one transaction. And the line item just says Officeworks, $5,000. Mm. Pencil was $1. And uh, the fantails were the 4999 You still need a statement or a receipt from Officeworks to actually detail what was purchased. Uh, to make sure everything is itemized. Yeah, yeah. So it's all about the onus is on you to substantiate the claim. If you do get all of it, is it you obligated to simply pay back the money which you claimed and they have found to be not a claimable expense or do you get fined on top of that as well? Look, I'm a law-abiding citizen and it's never happened to me. So Mm. I would assume, number one, you'd have to pay the the tax back that Mm. you claimed. Uh, I'm not sure if there are fines. There probably are. I mean... Mm. You know, we know that the ATO, they're not going around, you know, looking for people who claimed a $1 pen and didn't have a, a receipt. Um, but 
we always they're not, have they're not to. searching bins for four thousand fantail wrappers going up. <laughs> <No. laughs> We've got for sure. you. And obviously, <laughs> everyone wants to do the right thing as well. And so, uh, I think Australians are pretty good at that. And it's like anything; it's karma, right? You go around breaking the law; it's going to catch up to you. Absolutely. Uh, well, thank you very much for the call, Marshall. We really appreciate that chat. Uh, we've also got uh, Lee in Melbourne as well. And this this sort of coincides with another question that Big Suze gave us, which is, what's everything we can claim from working from home? And uh, Lee from Melbourne has has a similar one for that. Lee, what's what's your question? Uh, well, I mean, I've purchased quite a few things in quarantine, but uh, my toaster died uh, and my kettle died. So oh, it's, it's just all going wrong for me at the moment, yeah. Oh, no. So the wife mm. and myself have been working from home. Uh, thankfully, we've still got jobs, so that's mm-hmm. obviously the main takeaway from this. Mm-hmm. But uh, uh, yeah, the the kettle just decided to to give up. You know, ten years together, and just decided quarantine was just too much. Yeah, yeah. As, uh, as couldn't, couldn't things weren't heating up in the there. bedroom, I guess. <laughs> um, I was the kettle getting it heating up, Alex heating up. Dyson? Yeah, but why the bedroom? Oh, I don't know. I should have said heating up in the kitchen, shouldn't yeah, I? Yeah, probably. Anyway, well, you, you, don't have a, you don't have a kettle in the bedroom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, I, that, I do call post, the bedroom the office um, occasionally. a cup of tea. Anyway, is, uh, <laughs> what, what's the question, Lee? Can you claim the kettle? Is that what you want to know? What's the line? You know, what, yeah. You know, we've, we've been semi-forced into, into working from home. Mm. Uh, the cafes are closed, forced to put our appliances through maybe a little bit more strenuous workout than they used to. Um, well, good, James. I think it boils yeah. down to... Um, <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> unintentional. Um, I yeah. think it boils down to this end of financial year is different from all others. Mm. What sort of yeah. stuff can we claim given we're now working from home? Well, it is a uh, it is a hot topic, and um, I wanted to get my. <laughs> I think, I oh mean, wow! I yes. feel hey. there was some deliberate yes. stuff about that. Yeah, it's uh, it's certainly heating up this chat, but um, <laughs> he's I, letting I off I some wanted... steam now. Come on, come <laughs> yeah. on, let's get well, to the answer. All right, turn it around. Let's all go. Right, all right, all right. Let's bring it back. So it... turn a hundred degrees. No, yeah. <laughs> anyways, come on, let's go. No, this is sick. <laughs> this is silly. It's already July one. We've already we've, <laughs> we've talked for too long. We missed the end. I mean, boy, it's only a thirty dollar kettle. I really don't care that much. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, right, so, so let's get back to serious tax stuff. Yeah, sorry. Tax is very serious. Um, the short answer is no, because it, it is not seen to be a directly related item to your salary or earnings. The ATO has two methods that you can claim stuff from working at home. Uh, the first one is the fixed rate method and then the actual cost method. Now, what they've done from the 1st of March till the end of June, so today, They've basically said you can use the shortcut method, which that means you can claim 80 cents per hour for each hour you've worked at home from 1st of March to 30th of June. And you can cover, and that basically covers things as phone, internet, uh, the declining value of equipment and furniture, so like a depreciation of your stuff, uh, the electricity and gas for heating, cooling, and lighting. So basically, I've worked out that. In the 16 weeks that the ATO had given people this shortcut method, if you worked an eight-hour day, you could claim $6.40 a day or $32 a week or $512 for the 16 weeks. But you still need to keep a record of what you're Mm. claiming. 
you still need to keep your receipts. I tell you what, Glenn James, that is genuinely interesting. And I feel that this entire segment you've managed to, it was a motorbike that had the wobbles up. You were watching the viral <laughs> video, like they're definitely gone. And you managed to write the ship with some <laughs> crucial information here on the final day of June, the end of financial year. So that is super stuff, as you mentioned as well. Always good to uh, check in with professionals if you are unsure when it comes to filing the tax return. But um, we better check in with Lee, the kettle man, does that answer the question, Lee? Oh, look, I'm not going to lie. I'm a bit devastated, but, you know, here's what it is. <laughs> oh, well, plenty of uh, nice cups of coffee to soothe your sorrows. All right. <laughs> hey, thank you very much, Lee. All the best. Thanks, Thanks so much, Glenn James, for joining us. Can I finish with a disclaimer to say I'm not a tax accountant or a tax professional? I'm barely a person. Uh, <laughs> but check out the ATO website because uh, they've got some real, like, it's everyday language. So check out ATO website. You know, straight from the horse's mouth and uh, they'll help you. And if you can't get help by looking yourself, engage a tax accountant and they'll uh, they'll have a banger of a time with you. Beautiful stuff. Fantastic. Well, you can always, for that general advice, check out uh, the, the My Millennial Money <laughs> podcast hosted by Mr. Glenn James. Thank you very much, Glenn. We appreciate it. No worries. See you guys soon. All day breakfast with a cup of tea with a tea bag stuck in it. Mm-mm. And just like that, Manokine, we come to the end of another edition of All Day Breakfast. Uh, hopefully, you've kept the receipt for this episode if you plan to claim it. No, on your mate. Tax. No such thing as a free lunch or a free All Day Breakfast. <laughs> Can't be uh, even if you're talking business. So uh, yeah, we thank you for joining us. Hope you hopefully you got a few things out uh, out of. Uh, our chat with Glenn, yeah, money, money man, and Reese Nicholson. You know, come visit me at Comedy Republic, Burke Street, yeah. Melbourne. Yes, and if you ever hear anything that you like on the show, please get in touch with us. Doesn't matter if you're listening in the future or if you're listening today. It is Matt dot and dot Alex on Instagram. We'll catch you next financial year. Bye-bye. That's it. The all-day breakfast kitchen is closed. Got a story we need to hear? All the links are at mattandalex.com.au.